0: Get geeked up to stand up, comics telling you what's up, in movies and TV, I know you could feel me, music and gaming, you know what I'm saying, comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet, and if you on hook, we're gonna go and take a closer look, and no show's the same, we always got a different game, always got a different game, hey, hey, Ooh, baby, it's time to get geeked
1: up. Sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's the geeked up podcast DC fandom special featuring life in Coronaville. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the Lois Lane to my Clark Kent, the Vicky (laughs) Vale to my Bruce Wayne, (inaudible) the Harley Quinn to my Joker Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo,
2: I jumped the gun there with my Superman sound (laughs) effects on you i was trying Uh, to usher you in with me uh triumphantly overlooking the shining seas like uh, (laughs) fucking christopher reeves
1: yeah yeah i guess it's kind of weird too that i brought you in as three different girlfriends
2: (laughs) uh You know, I didn't even but notice. Uh, it seems it's uh, <laughs> not so the first time that you've brought me in as whatever as the female co-star in any given Netflix. Not enchanter. the first, probably not gonna be. I'm the pretty last. sure I was the Gabby to your creep from the Hater and your.
1: Uh, hundred uh, percent, you were, man. <laughs> But uh, over last weekend, it was the big DC fandom event, and uh, a lot of big stories coming out of it, so we're going to have a lot of that to tackle. But of course, we're still living in the real shitty world, so we have some Coronaville, some terrible Coronaville news for you, too. Some good Coronaville news, but uh,
2: yeah, Devin is uh, still on Zoom, Devin still has his uh, quarantine beard, so you know it's still Coronaville. Because, no. and I guess actually real quick as well I do need to give a little bit maybe of like a correction I think from last episode when we were talking about your beard and you said you didn't know if it was Letterman or Quaid and I was commenting about Letterman's beard I, I then I afterwards googled what the fuck's up with Randy Quaid's face these days <laughs> I had yeah. no idea that his beard <laughs> like definitely call it off at Letterman and don't go full on Rand- and google Randy Quaid when you said that I was just I kind of like went over my head. I was like, I don't know what movie he's talking about, or like, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. And then when I listened back, I googled Randy Quaid <laughs> and like dropped the plate I was holding when I saw. Yeah, Randy the most epic beard now. of all
1: time. Yeah, Randy Quaid circuit now is fucking bonkers, like, man. Like, can he he's, act, uh... or
2: what does he do with no, that no, no, thing? No,
1: he's actually, like, he's actually, like, lost his mind. Like, him and his <laughs> wife got arrested and, like, trying to flee to Canada. He's, like, been putting out crazy videos about, like, the government's out to get okay, him. Like... Nice. Randy No, he's, Randy like, Quaid is like <laughs> How is this
2: not, like, geeked up? I think, actually, now that you mentioned it, this has come up before on an episode over the last
1: couple of years ago,
2: but, uh... Yeah, I think it
1: was... <laughs> yeah, it might have been celebrity meltdowns, even, or... Okay, uh... I see.
2: But, uh, uh, yeah, no, just, so that's just a side <laughs> note. As Devin grows his quarantine beard, I don't think you're ever making it to Quaid. Quaid had, like, easily 10 years of
1: not shaving for Quaid. Yeah, yeah, it seems. I mean, who knows how long this quarantine lasts. But uh, if we make it to Quaid level, fuck, man. Like, I've been yeah, inside for too sure. long. That's I'll what... quit it, Letter. I'm hoping to quit it, Letterman. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, get to Letterman Quaid. Letterman is good enough. <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, honestly. But, uh Kind of like Liam said, too, on in the intro, it's not the first time I uh, introduced him as the lady to mine, like he said, from The Hater. I did that. So listen back to the Netflix and chat episode where we watched uh, Sala Samcikow Hester, or as uh, you guys would call it here in the U.S., The Hater.
2: <laughs> as the ignorant <laughs> Americans might call the, ones, uh, the geeks that don't know Polish. Uh, go oh, go yeah. go! get a Rosetta Stone, by the way, you lazy bastards. We're in quarantine. You can't pick up a second language like me, Devin, over here. <laughs> I mean, uh, for sure, for sure. But as the well, I guess I one, should say, big for... shout-out to all my Polish geeks. As we did get some Polish feedback on Twitter, as uh, I tried to at mention Jan Kamasa <laughs> and Naima Films and uh, uh, all the people involved, and we got a couple of Polish thumbs up skis from uh, uh, Kessel, uh, Namalowitz yeah. and a something or another, but it's so a big shout out to the Polish geeks, and definitely oh, check yeah, out oh, the yeah. hater. Real good. Uh, check real out good The Good podcast. Better podcast, but good movie. Good movie,
1: uh, good podcast, and if you don't want to watch the movie, which you definitely should, check out the episode for the fiery debate between me and Liam, how we think uh, yeah. the internet should be handled. Good, good call. Check out question. our YouTube
2: page, actually. Be on the lookout on Geeked Pods YouTube for the, uh, yeah, like Devin said, fiery debate, controversial debate, which I was totally right <laughs> about, by the way. Uh, uh, but you'll have to listen to find But, yeah, definitely. Uh, That'll be on see, our uh, geeked pod youtube page for all, all, right, all nice. that stuff
1: nice nice yeah check all those out uh, and email your thoughts on it too at the geeked up at gmail.com let us know if you're team devin or team liam
2: <laughs> yes uh, on no, uh i guess what started as a little teaser but started as like internet regulation and then kind of just turned out Unlike like my like my preferred methods of uh, taking in social media, but it took a couple turns. But <laughs> we argued uh, throughout, nonetheless. Not exactly oh, on yeah. the point at all that we intended to talk about. But... <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> but uh, you know, you
1: know, we have a good debates here. We're still here for another episode. Yeah, of... it was part of the yeah. Geeked
2: Up uh, Game Time Debate Team. We could have thrown it in. <laughs> we needed Dennis Smith. On, uh, we should really get Dennis Smith's thoughts yeah <laughs> if we, we can't if we can't get randy quaid we'll see if we can get
1: dennis <laughs> uh, smith to help out <laughs> for sure for sure so i guess really to get into it though we do uh, have some coronaville news for you and i'm gonna say we don't really have any celebrity r.i.p news but i am gonna say r.i.p to the two protesters who were shot by uh, kyle rittenhouse over the last uh the last couple of days fucking big r.i.p
2: there okay, yes good call of course as well because, as of course, uh, jacob blake who was shot mm-hmm, by absolutely out in wisconsin
1: so correct, yeah, big correct.
2: rips uh RPs them and as well i guess just real quick but the whole well, kyle
1: uh, jacob blake lived he's a paraplegic he was t- shot seven times in the back and survived it you know Great i guess because yeah. the kind of what we're saying too to get into coronaville news like unfortunately this shit's still happening that uh Black Lives Matters news is still kind of intertwined with the Coronaville news, with just everything that's going on with this fucking chaos. Yeah, for so, sure. And
2: Devin, I don't think means that, like, unfortunately, like, we're still hearing about it, but unfortunately, like, there's still crazy shit going on, despite all that. Correct, the- yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Of course, we're all, black, we're, we're all uh, black Lives Matter here. But, and honestly, it has been really, like, a huge part of- the whole quarantine experience, in all honesty, and, you know, it really has gone hand-in-hand with Corona Coronaville in a lot of ways. And it feels like there's kind of just a grander change and social consciousness on all sorts of levels going on, you know, because of the coronavirus. Yeah. And really, the Black Lives Matter thing has, you know, uh, uh, unfortunately that events keep happening, but fortunately that there is still a great deal of momentum for, you know, behind it and all.
1: Correct. Absolutely, man. And, you know, there was a lot of big protests because of Jacob Blake being shot by the cops, unarmed again, back turned towards him, shot in the back seven times because one shot isn't enough, even if you had to shoot him, which they didn't. Yeah, but um, I mean, we'll uh, you know, talk it's...
2: about it. But one of those horrible, like when they talk about police reform and like you know changes in the union or whatnot. But we always run into this with these police shootings that they're apparently trained that if they're shooting once, they have to like unload their clip because they're only supposed to shoot. It's just like can we use a little common sense as opposed to policy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't. This happens every one of these police shootings where they un- uh, empty the clip because they have to Absolutely. do it to prove that it's like men, you know, necessary. If they only shoot once in the leg, it looks like they didn't have to do it. But fucking just, you know what I mean? You don't have to do it anyway. You don't have to shoot seven times, you know? Uh-huh. But, Dude, it's fucking, no, it's wild. It's wild.
1: And because of that, there are protests.
2: Doc Rivers whole thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Because because of this, there's now protests in Kenosha. And um, fucking, as the story gets even worse, that like I kind of brought up earlier in the RIPs, but this little fucking psychopath 17-year-old kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, took his fucking long barrel rifle, which he's legally not allowed to own because he is a minor, drove from whatever fucking backward state because I forget where he was from. <laughs> I think he's in Louisiana Wisconsin. or some, you know? Yeah, okay. Under the guise that he was there to like protect local businesses because like what do fucking Louisiana 17-year-olds care more about in the world than <laughs> yeah, other yeah. states fucking businesses? Like that little psychopath no, showed up sure. there with rubber gloves on and a fucking rifle. And we're also getting, I mean, reportedly getting that-a-boys from the cops. Like, Attaboy, yeah. good here I mean, to it's one of these
2: things we've seen this whole time, the white protesters that show up, like armed militia, get treated with mm-hmm. total respect
1: by, you know, white That's racist true. leadership. There's a and fucking then... video of the kid walking with his machine gun after the shootings with his hands up, and the cops just zoom by him. He doesn't get arrested until the next day.
2: Yeah. It's fucking no, I mean, wild, it's man. And for sure, he has since been arrested, I think, like hot off the presses today, I believe. He did, yeah. He has been, uh, you know, officially arrested, but definitely and in all honesty, man, not to sound too grizzly about it, but it's honestly kind of surprising and thankfully, you know, that there hasn't that this is the first like right wing lunatic to just have a meltdown at one of these protesters and start shooting. Like this could have, very easily could have happened on a major scale shooting two months ago with the first Black Lives Matter, you know, whole, absolutely man. Whole mass protests. And it's just, you know, there's been so much fuel added to the fire by the leadership on the right you know what i mean and like to you know try to stay as bipartisan as we can as even though we're both like obviously anti-trump and you know uh, devin was of course uh uh, childhood friends with biden from his commercial (laughs) as the delaware senator when devin was a a youngster But uh, uh, there's such a lack of, like, the leadership on the right really just reading the right act to this sort of behavior. And there always is, like you said, that kind of pat on the back and the whole police Mm -hmm. attitude that seems like there's just this exclusive – like, it's not mutually exclusive to support – you know, good police officers, but also innocent black people. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to just immediately take the pro police stance and the pro, you know, militant stance to every single side, which has pretty much happened every single side, including during this stuff, yeah. uh, during the Republican convention with Pence last night. nobody, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's just coming out totally railing against the people that do these things ever, you know, Dude, in, the uh, uh, for white closest, leadership. You know, right
1: Absolutely. The closest you got was fucking Trump's goddamn wife. At least like mentioned COVID nineteen and like how it's a pandemic. You know, I know it's not a part of the Black Lives <laughs> Matter, but she was the only one that made any kind of fucking before mention getting about slapped anything, around
2: dude. for that afterwards. By the way, yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. Trump <laughs> definitely uh, sure, definitely goon armed her off stage at least.
1: He's like you stupid bitch, <laughs> but. But it was.
2: uh... uh, uh, So honestly, and then really unprecedented, I guess, the way it all played out yesterday as we're recording here, you know, midweek, and it's all kind of still under development, like we said. Like, I think literally just yesterday or today, Mm -hmm. the Rittenhouse kid finally got arrested. But it was just yesterday where. The Milwaukee Bucks, who, of course, are the, you know, sports representatives of, you know, Oshkosh or whatever it's called where this happened, you know, Um, Kenosha, Kenosha where this happened. And uh, the Bucks did not leave their locker room for their playoff game against the Magic yesterday uh, in the bubble in Orlando in quarantine, kind of setting off Mm -hmm. the whole chain of events of the sports world shutting down. Due to the uh, whole protest situation with uh, yesterday, all of the NBA games getting canceled, as well then, like, the MLB, the Milwaukee Brewers didn't play, as well as a couple other baseball games, all of Major Uh League Soccer, Naomi Osaka, the tennis star, said that she was going to, like, just uh, forfeit her match, if need be, and the tennis ended up postponing, because, like, Osaka's such a huge star. And uh, now that's going to be going down, you know, resuming play on uh, on Friday, and she didn't have to forfeit her match or anything like that. Uh, And I do believe that. The NBA announced today that they were, I guess, kind of just for, like, equality, so all of the teams can boycott a game. They're not playing, I don't think, their cycle of games today on Thursday, but they will resume as there was talks and whatnot of the players leaving the bubble and going back to their cities. I think if there wasn't arrests made for this little shithead, perhaps, Correct. LeBron yeah. would have went to L.A. and, did a, you know what I mean, started a huge um, protest and
1: left the bubble. There's also... I mean, there's also – you got to have to imagine there's the uh, – I mean, there's got to be out there in some of these teams, like the Larry Bird of nowadays whose blood must just be boiling. He's like, I don't want to protest this shit. To... <laughs> oh, you mean the
2: NHL who played on anyway yesterday? <laughs> but, uh, yes, I mean, of course exactly. the NHL played on. They're fucking literally playing like when they're with broken faces – you know yeah. their face not only is there a, a protest going on but their face is broken in 15 places and they're still playing so they, oh, yeah. they're big savages win from, they're big like win shit. from the
1: Flyers yesterday baby I know those bastards the
2: Islanders came back on a- but uh but yeah, they um but you're right, of course there's definitely some especially in baseball, <laughs> you know what I mean? The NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're playing in professional basketball, you really have to give in to black culture. But you know that you're right, there's definitely
1: you know, a of like baseball, some you know of yeah, Trump
2: uh, Trump supporting uh-huh. athletes, you know.
1: NFL, for sure, too. You got those uh, Varsity Blues, Texas quarterbacks yes, who are like, sure. you know, what are we protesting for? The Mannings out there and the fucking... Hey,
2: ironically enough, all of this started in a lot of ways uh, uh, on the NFL field with Kaepernick after the whole it was the for Ferguson, sure. you know, I forget which instance it was that he really... Brought the whole Black Lives Matter movement, you know, off the ground and everything has kind of trickled down since then. I guess, honestly, my main feelings are I definitely love what I saw yesterday, especially from the Milwaukee Bucks refusing to leave their locker room. And not play due to the, you know, tragedy in their own backyard. And Mm -hmm. I feel that for the NBA, it definitely made sense. I did feel that it does kind of, you just feel that so much of the world has become like a reactionary, trickle-down people are so afraid to, like, not be on the right side of thought. Where it's like, why exactly are they canceling every MLS game? You know what I mean? Like, do, is this really, <laughs> like, you know, can, like, is, is this really going to, like, you know, and I totally support the, co- you know, the issue and the cause. But I guess really the most, you know, like, uh, uh, Kenny Smith, the announcer for TNT, mm-hmm. made a lot of, like, headlines storming off, like, walking off the set. In honor of the Black Lives Matter protest. And it just yeah. came across as very in- uh, disingenuous, to be honest, for Kenny Smith, where it was such a produced TV segment you know what I mean We're like the Bucks didn't come out of the locker room no, they sure. didn't come out on the court and then leave like Kenny Smith starts the show and then very dramatically takes his microphone off and slams it and walks off and leaves poor Shaq and Charles Barkley sitting there like <laughs> yeah. uh, did they, uh like we support the, the cam- movement too but I guess we're gonna finish off the show like it was just yeah, a I was very... gonna say did they
1: uh did they leave the cameras rolling when someone came out and explained to Shaq and Barkley what was going on <laughs>
2: yeah exactly <laughs> it was uh sh- but uh uh, it was just like Kenny Smith was definitely trying to raise awareness for Kenny Smith, you know, and not the Black Lives <laughs> yeah, Matter yeah, yeah. movement. But And with that being said, I totally support the cause. And I would have, you know what I mean, definitely if Rittenhouse wasn't arrested or I don't know what's going on with the police. But if the police don't, uh, uh, you know, that, uh, the police officer that shot the guy in, you know, Washkasha or whatever. But uh, uh, they, you know, if they don't, if, if there's not arrests made in that or whatever and there's further protest, I totally support. You know, everything, especially the real, you know, like, the, the leaders in the NBA just hold a different significance. Like, I don't know the, like, why three games in the Major League Baseball got canceled, but other ones didn't, and it's just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure.
1: And the NHL, I mean, again, it's like we're recording like, uh, midweek right now, but NHL today, there's playoff games scheduled, and they're, as of today, they're there is strong maybe. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, they might catch a little bit of backlash for not canceling games yesterday, so they feel like uh. they have to cancel something just to throw them, you know, throw everybody a bone, but it's just like, you know, there are other ways to raise awareness and bring light to this whole situation other than like feeling like you have to cancel your game or feeling like you have to take part in some disingenuous walkout. Like wouldn't it have been better mm-hmm. for Kenny Smith to give his feelings on the situation and like Doc Riggers <laughs> give like a very organic impassioned brilliantly eloquent speech on the whole situation and like the Doc Rivers thing is amazing Google that but you know what I mean like he in a post game interview like spills his guts on the whole situation and does an amazing job says some really powerful stuff like, he doesn't set up a TV segment where he walks off, you know, and then...
1: No, 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 you're right. And it does seem like, in the end, it's like it's Kenny Smith is really showing the world of how much Kenny Smith cares. And... Yeah.
2: And the MLS is just like, all right, look, we're not going to catch any shit for fucking, you know what I mean, like, playing. I don't want to be called racist because we decided to play our game in fucking, yeah, some, you know yeah. what I mean, in uh, five different cities in major leagues, you know, without fans. and So, you know. so I don't know. It's just... Uh... Definitely, a, a, you, you support the cause. You don't want to focus on any, like, uh, cynicism around
1: it or anything. However, of course, that's Absolutely. what I'm going to like do. This, uh, of course. I mean, but it's been the craziest year in sports, too, man, just because obviously with COVID – and, like, no playing and now this with the – pro. I mean, I'm not saying, like, now this, but, like, for sure, yeah. but now this with, like, the protesting and, like, the non-playing. It's the fucking craziest year of sports ever. No, like, has I mean, anything if like they, this if, ever if,
2: happened if, before? If, if sports got – if, like, they canceled the basketball – like, if they walked out of the bubble because of the whole protests and after everything that the sports world went through, they couldn't uh, finish the season because of the protests, it would have yeah. been totally insane. And I would have been totally supportive of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it would have been just, sure. like, you know, seriously unprecedented stuff. It, it honestly kind of felt a little bit to me like in New York where when this stuff was going on and there was the looting and whatnot and they went through curfews and stuff like that. And it was just out of the whole craziness that we had just been through for the coronavirus with the you know scariest time in the city and all this stuff. Like the only time that the city got really shut down was uh, over the c- civil rights protests. You know what I mean? Like that was the only yeah, time where the stores sure. were closed at 9 and literally they were boarded up. And, like, the city looked like it was a war zone, not because of this pandemic that was going on, but because of, like, it's just, you know, really, really crazy times in general. So we definitely stand behind those times and everything like that. However, Kenny Smith was a douche yesterday, (laughs) is my my main takeaway. R.I.P. to the other two and uh, hashtag Jacob Blake, y'all. However, no, no, but in all honesty, of course, you know, definitely – i don't know how to be more i don't know how to, I don't know how to be genuine and also a uh, you know comedic asshole however
1: oh i gotta wait for you to do it because kind of getting away from this and kind of getting into the lighter side of coronaville sports news it uh turns out that wwe kind of must have been listening to our podcast because they used one of my ideas <laughs> of know. how live sports should be watched and they're doing the whole like big screens around the ring with like people zooming in so like there's fans actually they're watching the it's called by Devin
2: when we very first started talking about sports coming back in korea Where they were doing like the uh, uh, fake fans and like Pokémans in the seats and that kind of stuff, and you were just like, why don't they just do a big Zoom screen? Get the Zoom on, uh, get the fans on Zoom. (laughs) And now it actually kind of started with the NBA that was doing it on like their one kind of smaller screen, so they can Mm -hmm. maybe get like twenty to like you know twenty faces on the screen. However, for WWF debuted last week, like a new improved set that has, yeah, like like a lot, like a hundreds of faces on it. So pretty cool, you know what I mean? It, it is definitely- cool.
1: I still say they're doing it wrong, though. The way you do this and for these teams to still make money is put an iPad on each seat, right? And then you have to pay, like, to buy a ticket, depending how close you are. You can see, you know, you can buy a... You can buy an iPad in the five hundreds, you know, at City Field, but like, yeah. you know, so it's going to be like ten bucks. You're not going to see shit versus like a hundred dollar front row seat. Yeah, you yeah, know. No,
2: exactly. I want, I, I I want my, to get uh, I want my avatar everyone. up up close
1: and uh, right <laughs> next to. No, uh, see me in the nosebleeds and
2: uh, <laughs> uh you and uh, uh, fucking who's the guy that we saw up there? Bernie? Uh, oh yeah, me and Edward Burns. Yeah, you and Ed yeah, you and Ed Burns up there in the five hundreds, <laughs> as we always talk about, but I guess another uh, uh piece of good Coronaville news Going on, but of course, uh, uh, as we've talked about a little bit last month, and I talked a little bit about on the Jammin' World, but uh, the whole Save Our Stages Act, uh, which is the bill that was brought into Congress last month to help independent performance venues across America. Just last week, uh, Senator Schumer here in New York held a press conference, uh, hopping, you know, uh, in support of the bill, which is gaining a lot of momentum. Uh, I guess to you know a little bit of clarification. It's a, a ten billion dollar relief package for in, uh, mm-hmm. uh, independent performance venues, comedy clubs, music venues, theaters, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know all of that across okay. America. So UCB, come on,
1: man, you could have just hung out a little <laughs> no, longer. Just held they in really there, jumped dude. the
2: gun there, uh, <laughs> yeah. losing on like a- April first. But, <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: but so that's great to uh, great to see. And, you know, we'll continue to keep our eye on it, as, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Obviously, I think a lot of that will, you know, have to do with what happens in November, to be perfectly honest. You know, I don't think anything will get done before that. So, a change in leadership could definitely have a change Uh, in, you
1: know. Absolutely. Very true. Very true. And kind of just, in like a side note, still Coronaville news, but, uh, and it's kind of a movie news, too. But the movie, the big Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet, that's been... uh, you know, delayed and delayed because of Corona. You know, this one's starring Robert Pattinson and uh, John David uh, Washington. Denzel Jr. Uh, Denzel Jr. <laughs> yeah.
2: We haven't really talked um, about this on the, on the show yet, though, I guess, which is a pretty big story. I mean, we're both huge Nolan fans. Yeah. You know, really Chris kind Nolan of fans. Uh, uh, most – would you say he's most famous for Batman at this point? Yeah, you or... would probably say
1: that. But, I mean, every one of his movies is a hit. Like, Inception, sure. people fucking love and uh, – even going back to his early stuff, uh, Memento. Memento is one of the, one of like the movies. cult
2: movies, you know. Correct. Early two thousand. Um, yeah, so definitely me and him, uh, huge fans of pretty much every project and whatnot. And now this being the you know newest blockbuster smash, you'd think we'd be correct. all fired up and talking about it. However, like you said, delayed and delayed. Here in uh, Corona, what do you think about the actual movies yourself? Actually, have you seen the trailers and all?
1: I have seen the trailer, but it's, it's looks like, like a, a very a...
2: Inception kind of backwards Correct. world. If you haven't but, like, seen,
1: yeah, there's like some kind of like time y stuff involved. It looks like but, going backwards. Know. The the bullets come out of the guns, (laughs) (laughs) but much like every Christopher Nolan movie, they're like shrouded in secrecy. You know what I mean? Like until they come out, you really don't know anything about them. I mean, I I think we can take
2: one little clue from the title that I'm putting together. Okay, and I haven't like done any research or read this. However, I did notice that the title is what are they? What's it called? A palindrome, where the last letter is the first. Yes, like race car. So tenant. Is a palindrome, Dude, and the whole brilliant. trailer makes it look like it's a cyclical. Every like you're literally watching the trailer. Every scene that happens, you watch like the couple like you watch it in reverse, and then right afterwards in real time. So there's something Nicely to do done. with the whole time continuancy, which obviously goes right in the hand and have the trailer, and it's a little bit overdone yes. after every other Christopher Nolan movie, as well as Doctor Strange now, and like we're kind of mm-hmm. beating on the door. And I guess we did talk a little bit about Inception is in theaters for the 10 year uh, anniversary. I haven't rewatched, but very much looking forward to probably this weekend. I will uh re- actually we'll talk about that in a second because there is the big, you know, one of the biggest features of this release outside of the movie itself
1: is correct is that the fact like most movies have been doing even the ones that have been braving the theaters have also been doing like all right like theaters and video on demand or hey just video on demand because yeah. nolan is like fuck no man like this is my movie you need to see this thing in imax <laughs> with <know>. the sound <laughs> and the big screen so it's actually i think one of the first times i guess the new mutants we even talked about comes out this weekend too but it's one of the first ones that are Fucking theater only, man. Yeah, this theater. is a theater only,
2: a very red state release from like the <laughs> yeah. from the Florida uh, uh, mask ban territory. Like you're you're For definitely sure. risking coronavirus to go see this fucking movie. Whether you, uh, I think that's Christopher Nolan's in...
1: policy. I think it came out in London over the weekend. And uh, there's video of uh, Tom Cruise was posting himself on social media going to check this thing out in the theaters <laughs> and uh, urging everybody to go back to the theaters. It's time to support theaters again. I mean, it's how right, do Scientologists
2: yeah. feel about coronavirus? In all honesty, I guess I'm sure uh, they don't uh, believe in it. I would love to make fun of Tom Cruise for the next half hour. However, it is kind of cool to see major stars supporting these arts to help. Not, you know, I'm not trying to even give my feelings of if they should be coming back especially in london i've got no idea if if they're ready or whatnot however it is cool to see you know what i mean tom cruise supporting you know people going to the movies as somebody that hopes that all the movie theaters don't shut down you know yeah what a ploy
1: though to get into the next christopher nolan movie yeah, that's true. <laughs> From the very you know Kenny I mean. Smith,
2: uh, let me make this all about Tom Cruise. <laughs> let me, let me yes. Instagram me watching this movie instead of watching the movie. <laughs> Fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I could only but, not uh... make fun of him for so long, I suppose. And I guess in all, all honesty, uh, Christopher Nolan has delayed and delayed and delayed this one. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So uh, it does, though, like we said, have dude, very guess... much of a feel of like... I got a feeling there's bigger politics in play with like the corporate overlords that run that like, you know, uh, run these movie theaters and these chains that like run mm-hmm. these studios that need to see people go to theaters. So they're just like, all right, fuck it, dude. Like I, we're going to make I... you guys go to the theaters, whether you're ready to or not, because like my like I own AMC and I need to make mm-hmm. 18 billion dollars this year. So everybody's going I... to the theaters and I'm not going to let it be. For sure. That's a good point.
1: Because I would say, too, like, I think that there's enough Christopher Nolan fans out there that enough people would go to the theaters. I would even say, like, okay, fine, this weekend, theaters only, but, like, next Friday, release it on video on demand. You know what I mean? Like, because but, I does mean, like, where does, the, the center, where does this so leave me money and you the that are
2: big New York, that are that are big Christopher Nolan fans, however, live in New York City, that it hasn't been approved? And it's like, so what, Correct, we're going to be shit out saying. of luck until this fucking, you know what I mean? Like, when am I going to get a chance to watch it on demand also.
1: You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for the studio to do it too. You know how much money they're gonna lose on a fucking theater-only release. Yeah, it's fucking. For, and it's for people nuts, like myself,
2: dude. I probably wouldn't go to the theater just yet. For me personally, if I'm it not was approved going. in New York, you know what I mean. Like if they said you were allowed to, for me personally, I still probably wouldn't go right away. However, it's not even like that. You know what I mean? They're just losing the people like me that would maybe sit it out. We don't even have the chance. So it's just like they're releasing this thing to – I think it was only 100 of the 600 AMC theaters across the country like we talked about last month Mm -hmm. or last week or whatever. But you know what I mean. So it's like already the pool size is so limited. It's like – You know, they're kind of just, it seems like almost taking a loss or eating this or just using it as like, you know, uh, it's like when, you know, one of these stores have, like when Nike has their big flagship store on Fifth Avenue and it like loses money every month, but it's like a big billboard of Nike in the middle of Fifth Avenue in Times Square. It's like the Mm -hmm. same thing where it's just like, this is almost like an advertisement for movies as opposed to actually making money on the movie, you know, it's like. But seems like an interesting one, you know, uh, uh, for me, a little bit of a bummer. I wish that they would have fucking done this with the New Mutants and Mulan or some shit and not a movie that I want well, to see.
1: But, I'll, you know. I'll tell you, that defended when I viewed a man for like 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Like this Friday, I would totally buy it and watch it, dude. Yeah. Like I'm not a doubt in my mind, I would. For sure. Shit, so, I got duped into the King of Staten Island. I'm and it definitely doesn't really even Tenet. look
2: that great, to be perfectly honest. Like, trailer, I think it'll be good. Again, like I think good. it's one of those I love things... Christopher Nolan and all, but it was. And, and again, I, that's what I was going to say about Inception. In lieu of, uh, in in, uh, in honor of not being able to watch because the theaters aren't open, uh, uh, instead I'm going to watch at my home the 10 year anniversary of Inception, which, like we talked about, is is as well at the select AMC's that are opening. But I remember mm-hmm. watching it years ago and loving it. I don't think I've seen it since. I feel like I'm ready for a rewatch. So this weekend uh uh in in lieu of the tenant, I'm going to watch Inception. And next week I'll talk about that like it's uh 2010.
1: Cool. And I'll watch Interstellar again, man. <laughs> <laughs> it'll We're be the best uh, it'll be the best week. It'll be the best podcast ever. But I'll tell you what, man, for even like, and just talking about as Christopher Nolan fans, even a movie like Interstellar, which was, is definitely the bottom of my list of Christopher Nolan movies, either that or the third Batman movie, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Why would I you say that about
2: the Dark Knight Rises? I still liked
1: them both enough where I'm not going to call them bad movies. I guess Dark Knight Rises, I yeah, would say, it would maybe. be. But, you know, all of his movies are still like, just, yeah. yeah he's a good sure. director. What do you want?
2: Yeah, what do you want from us? And, I mean, honestly, definitely just uh, taking it really up a notch with the Batman trilogy just in terms of, like, now he's, like, an iconic director after one of the most successful franchises ever. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a lot more Mm -hmm. heat on him than just the cult memento following. but
1: For sure, for sure. But I guess with all of this uh, Christopher Nolan talk and, uh, who of course, was the director, like we said, of the Dark Knight Trilogy and Robert Pattinson is in Tenet and there's also a pretty big story in this. But uh, I think yeah, it's time true. to get good to the goal. main event. Real good DC, DC, DC
2: connections
1: there with the uh... DC fan event. There's actually a funny story because before we get to Pattinson, but I'll still talking about Christopher Nolan, there's a funny story that Robert Pattinson has been talking about uh, about how uh, – he was filming Tenet when he went on the Batman audition, but since like they keep big superhero movies like that so secretive, he had a lie to Christopher Nolan and ben- oh, and he was like, I got wow. a family of... Dude, I got a family emergency, so I like got to miss a couple of days. And Christopher Nolan, who's obviously knows about the secrecy and directing a Batman movie, called him on it. He was like, oh, dude, you're going to go audition for the uh, Batman movie, are you? are you auditioning for
2: Batman, you son of a bitch? Yeah, no, he totally wow. called him on it. He was like, you're auditioning for the new Batman movie, aren't you? <laughs> no way. Dude, imagine that. Imagine having to lie to Christopher Nolan about having to audition. Yeah, you know that like epic <laughs> franchise you just made? For some reason, they're making a new one right now. And uh, I'm going to be the star, so but a huge takeover for Robert Pattinson like we said it continues you know what I mean mm. uh, uh, there's mm. another huge year in store with you know this uh, Tenet would have been one of the big movie releases Batman next year will be one of the big movie releases I believe they're making a Lighthouse too, of course so we can see him <laughs> jerk off a little bit more but yeah it's,
1: it's gonna be uh, him and that mermaid get married <laughs>
2: But uh, uh, a a huge year, and I guess that being the biggest story of DC Fandom, but all sorts of goodies, and I guess somewhat similar to... Uh, uh, uh you know San Diego Comic-Con happened last uh, a couple weeks ago but even in that one remember like Schneider held his own con wasn't there like a Jack Schneider con that went on and I uh, think so but something think, else yeah. went on and there's the, uh, the now Marvel like host
1: where he announced the uh, the Justice League stuff there's going to be a Snyder cut but I also think that we were getting our wires crossed I think they were more or less talking about this I think he was announcing what this was coming out
2: okay I see. was the
1: whole Snyder con thing I think we just kind of got a uh, yeah because, because this is a
2: pretty cool. Is there this is somewhat new, I'd say as well. I think Marvel I, does one of these con- conventions well, just for Marvel stuff, right? Like Marvel does one kind for- of, but
1: also since Marvel is owned by Disney, they have like the D23 conference okay, yes, where they, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they clump all of their shit in there: Marvel, Star Wars, Disney movies, uh, stuff like that. Um, but so real cool, and I definitely
2: with... see this being like the wave of the future. Anyway, where now you know Star Wars can have its own con, definitely the Marvel franchise. But you know what I mean? Mm. Like the uh, the people are just so into these specific genres and these specific things. There's so much content for them coming out that why not promote it? All it pretty much is is one big advertisement for your stuff. It's one big marketing gimmick for all of your own products. So why wouldn't these companies try to make a, make a Absolutely. coin off it? You know. And Absolutely, Bruce, is, I'm happy man. to see all the trailers. So.
1: Yeah, man, there was a lot of things in this one that uh, you know, and I, I guess it's good to move on DC too to really kind of save face. To be honest, with just kind of the backlash of all their movies kind of being like a copy of Marvel and just like a shittier, darker version, they really like came out with their own, um, uh, uh, their own like con, like you're saying. Yeah, a little and, bit, but bit really, of their I identity thing here. I really found myself being excited about a lot more stuff than I thought I was going to be. I think even in our Facebook post, I was like, we'll cover the DC Con, but uh, we're definitely going to talk about how Marvel rules. And, you know, in a time where, like, things have been really silent with Marvel... you no, DC's really, like, coming at it hard. And they no, they, they a did bunch. a great
2: job. You're right, man. Honestly, that's a really good call they did for a, a franchise that's universally bashed as, like, the, you know, mm-hmm. far number two, the, like, the f- widely second place. This really did get everybody talking, tons of buzz, a lot of excitement. Correct. You know, we've got fucking six stories or whatever to come out of it. You know what I mean? So, really, it worked. It was a real home run on DC's part, for sure.
1: Yeah, man, and really to kind of kick things off, just uh, two of the things that I, again, like I was excited about from the very beginning, and this is going to take a little bit, but some of the games they announced are both uh, really interesting. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is the Gotham Knights, uh, not the rugby team, but the uh, <laughs> the new video game uh, that will be coming out. Now, this was kind of man, interesting. Where's my because... rugby
2: shirt over here? I, I got I got my <laughs> yeah. wrong DC Knights jersey.
1: <laughs> um. It was kind of interesting because it's made – okay, so there's – before all this, before these games, there was these big hit games called like the Arkham series, right? And it was like Batman, Arkham Asylum, uh, Arkham City, uh, Arkham Knight, and then WB Montreal made a spin-off game called Arkham Origins. and They all take place in like the same – they're all canon, right? They all take place in the same universe, and they were all made by Rocksteady. Now, Gotham Knights is again being made by WB Montreal – which is uh, the same people that made Arkham Origins, but they're saying is kind of confusion whether or not this game is going to play into the actual uh, canon of the Arkham games or uh, if it's its own thing because it's kind of following some of the stuff of how the Arkham games ended with Bruce Wayne dying, and I guess the whole point of this game is Bruce Wayne is dead, Commissioner Gordon is dead, right? So the villains all know it. So it's up to like the Bat Family to uh, okay, interesting. take over. So you so got. When you Robin... say like in
2: canon, is this what you kind of mean like continuity of storyline, or are we more Correct. talking yes, like yes, continuity yes. of Con... gameplay and like what you're
1: continuity of storyline okay, of like the actual like Arkham storyline? Because uh, and this one you can play as Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, or Red Robin. Yum. Yeah, they
2: make delicious uh, chicken sandwiches, if I recall. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never had a Red Robin. But, uh, it's one of those, like, non-East Coast fast food franchises that's always been advertised in New Jersey. Whoever yeah, never...
1: I dude, I know, I know. So uh, I know, think they were, like, but... Hardee's Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but uh, or Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. Um, but uh, I guess so this game is going to be multiplayer, but you can play the whole thing single player. It's coming out in 2021. Uh, And it's still just kind of unclear whether this takes place in the Arkham universe or not. Uh, Another big game, though, that was announced was uh, called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, right? Now, this one is actually a multiplayer Suicide Squad game that's actually made by Rocksteady Studios, the people that make the Arkham games. And they're saying that this game, the Suicide Squad game, actually takes place in the Arkham universe, okay? Okay. So the game's set in Metropolis. They're like brainiacs like he attacked. Uh, From the trailer, you see that Superman has kind of gone evil. He's brainwashed. Uh, uh, The characters that you're able to play, though, are Harley, uh, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Boomerang. And King Shark, King Shark, I think you'd be mostly interested in because he's going to be voic- voiced by uh, Samoan Joe.
2: Okay, nice. <laughs> a nice uh, wrestling cross. Uh, love to see a wrestler get a paycheck with that <laughs> yeah. Finch sticking his pockets in there. Although I'm sure but, Vince uh, is getting this- a cut.
1: This game has kind of been like everyone's been kind of waiting for uh, Rocksteady to make a new uh, video game. They've been, uh, everyone kind of thought there was going to be a new Superman game that was going to they were going to do this with how popular the Batman franchise was. And then they kind of announced that they're going to make a very violent uh, suicide, suicide Squad game. So this being that and coming out that uh you know the Arkham games all fucking yeah, say, the like, Arkham
2: games like widely you know thought of as the uh best yeah.
1: kind of you know some of the best i'd man. say like, that
2: the uh, for me anyway that's not a gamer the game world is not really associated with the comic book games you know what i mean being huge like when i think of big video games for me anyway on the outside i would think more your you know world of war or your uh halos your fucking fortnights your sure. world of warcrafts i know i'm getting like fucking playstation and computer games all mashed up there and whatnot but yeah like, you know good. it's always uh what was the fucking you know um grand theft auto and the wild west version but it's not like mm-hmm. you Red know, Dead it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Not like x-men like back when we were kids it was you know the x-men had a great game street fighter i guess and mortal combat were you know video game for sure
1: but um it's one of those things though that if you can make them good that was the whole thing too i think the the reason the arkham games were so good because it was like the first good like batman superhero game you know what i okay, mean cool Another big hit, was, I mean, to squeeze Marvel in there is, but like the Spider Man game that was just out for PlayStation 4 is supposed to be like remarkable, but it's like PlayStation exclusive. So, like, Absolutely. I couldn't tell you about it. I'm a Team Xbox. you an
2: Xbox guy.
1: But uh, they have been making these games, and especially like Rocksteady has proved time and time again with the Arkham, Arkham series that like these games can do justice to the characters while also being just like a really fun game to play. So yeah, definitely yeah. excited about both of those games coming out, and then I guess that's really it for the gaming news. But in the uh, lot of movie news came out of uh, DC fandom, man. Uh, some things uh, expected, some things big surprises. I'll start with the uh, the first thing that had no video attachment to it. All right, and we're talking yeah, and we'll, the flash we'll, we'll movie. We'll build up here, all right,
2: as I think we're, we've got uh, we're going in reverse sequential order to the top, to the number one story or thereabouts, but...
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So we'll start with just uh, some of the Flash movie news uh, that's been, uh, you know, in production for a while that they you know after kind of the flop of justice league i don't think they really knew they were gonna make it or not but then uh you know they're really coming back and uh doing i think we teased maybe on an episode or two ago that michael keaton was rumored to be coming back as batman and this has been confirmed now for uh keaton is coming back as batman from like the tim burton movies as long as the big reveal was Ben Affleck is returning also as Batman. Uh for his final Do you think run. Batman's as Batman in a flash through? movie? What? I guess <laughs> yeah, real quick, a... this
2: kind of reminds me of like when I said this like the uh like in the Oscars when they start off by giving you like one of the big awards and then they still build up to the end. But even though I said we're gonna build up and give the biggest story like, this is one of my biggest stories in all honesty. Is the mm-hmm. Keaton Affleck Batman in Flashpoint, which uh, I guess is you know like we said as well, going to potentially feature the guy from the Flash TV show because there was this Flash season uh, Flash season seven news to come out of DC fandom as well. But this is like uh, uh, from the Justice League Flash movie and not the TV show. However, the TV show Flash also potentially could be in this movie. So what? So what the fuck exactly is happening with? Uh,
1: so. What uh the last season of all like the Arrowverse shows did uh, be it uh Green uh Arrow Flash Supergirl Batgirl uh, all
2: in, like the C- uh all the CW on the
1: CW all those shows they shared like a shared universe and they did this thing called Crisis on Infinite Earths was which was like, a popular comic book in DC and it just shows like all the different realities so much so that Ezra Miller who plays the movie version of the Flash um uh shows up on like really quick in one of the episodes of the flash and talks to the TV version of the flash. Okay. And it's kind of interesting too, because like uh, they, the TV version of the flash is like, Oh, I like your costume. You're the flash of this universe. And it's a kind of a good little like Easter egg. They put in the episode too, is because, uh, Ezra Miller, who's like the movie version of the flash. He's like, Oh, you call yourself the flash. That's a great name. And I was just like, and you kind of realize like, Oh yeah, they never call him flash in the fucking movies. They just kind of call him, like, you know, Barry. So I was like, oh, maybe that's where he's going to start using the Flash name from. Oh, cool. Now that you mentioned it, I
2: do remember you telling me that, like, we did cover this on an episode, Pat, whenever that happened. So I guess Mm -hmm. they did already kind of introduce this concept. But now really kicking it up a notch with, like, I guess the Flash movie was dueling Flashes would be, like, a good enough selling point. But I guess, so now Correct. what, they're going to every other universe and scooping up every Batman along the way as
1: well? Right. <laughs> okay, so the movie's called Flashpoint also, which is a uh, famous comic uh, comic book arc where uh, the Flash actually, like, goes, runs so fast he goes back in time to, like, I think save his mom's life. Which and by doing, so, yeah. <laughs> but by doing so, it kind of has this ripple effect of, like, changing the future or, like, the present. And in this present, and I don't know if they're going to do this in the movie or not, I don't know if Michael Keaton's going to be playing the D uh, the Burton version of himself, which I hope he is, or if he's going to be playing Thomas Wayne. Because in the comic book version, uh, uh, what happens is instead of um, Bruce Wayne's parents being killed by the mugger, the child Bruce Wayne is actually killed by the mugger. Oh, so in turn, like... His dad becomes Batman, and uh, his mom becomes the Joker, which makes no sense. Wow. So let me add real quick. uh,
2: Instead of pearls going down the alley, is there like little uh, candies or like little kid toy uh, (laughs) rolling down the alley instead of the pearls?
1: He was holding a packet of of Smarties, and they all went (laughs) flying in the air. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just kind of... It's going to be a kind of a wild movie to see, especially, like, as Affleck already announced earlier this year that he was done playing Batman, and then Henry Cable, who plays Superman, also announced that he was done. Now they've both come back and said, like, nah, fuck it, we'll do another one or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is supposed to be Affleck's last time as Batman, which is... Uh, it's nice of DC to do it for him. You know what I mean? Be like, all right, look, dude, there's Patterson kids uh, getting some real talk. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Affleck. like, but we'll let you uh, say goodbye, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it could be a fun way. And, uh, you know, getting Keaton in there, probably a little bit more of the headliner for me. I mean, we're going to get to see Affleck in the Schneider cut as well, I suppose. I know that's, you know, from before, but uh, I think we're all a little, a little bit done with Affleck as Batman. So. The
1: big, for sure. And the big news from that, too, is also, like you said, Keaton coming back as Batman. For is sure. fucking wild. And just
2: a cool concept, introducing that concept to the movie mm. universe. It's very Christopher Nolan, honestly. Kind of like yeah. Doctor Strange, whole uh, you know b- movie plot line kind of thing. But uh, definitely sounds pretty cool. And, you know, for somebody that... Doesn't really watch the Flash uh, TV show. I don't really watch the, you know, CW-verse, the Aeroverse. However, check out all the movies. Definitely would like to see that storyline, you know, play out or be brought to what people actually watch in millions of uh, – in the numbers of millions. So
1: Yeah. No, and it's just cool that, like, they're kind of, like – giving, like, the TV actors, like... Or they, the TV shows themselves, like, legitimacy. Just even by him having his quick cameo in the TV series, like, yeah, makes sure. it legit. Like, no, that's a great Agents... move
2: marketing for, yeah, Agents of Shields and all these ones, like, you have well, to Well, make... Agents of
1: Shields, I was going to say, went on forever. For seven seasons, I think they just wrapped their final season... And you always waited for like one of the Marvel characters to show up in like one episode, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. they never fucking do. I think Samuel L. Jackson makes a cameo in like uh, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. the first season. But like yeah, I've sure. talked We've about talked it to about buddies of mine throughout the you show. How fucking hard would it be for just some CGI Iron Man in one of the episodes? Like, for don't sure. even show the fucking guy's face. Just be like, no, I'm sure. Iron Man. Like, all right, dope. You know how much Bro, better
2: uh, that would – you know, like, how much more
1: – uh, how much that that would
2: help the show in general if there was a cameo from fucking Chris Pratt, like, every season? Exactly. In one episode exactly. as the Hulk? Like, it would get people watching all 12 episodes, you know what I mean? So, Absolutely would. They're really missing out and definitely the right idea for DC to try to uh, – you know make it more you have to uh, try to make them a little bit more in sync with one another obviously you know you can't and even if they did kind of give it a little stakes where it's not like these movies you can't follow along if you didn't see anything but you know if you're a big fan you should really be getting uh, uh, like content from the tv shows that are directly involved in the movie storylines you mm-hmm. know then uh, uh, more so than an independent storyline you know they i think that the general fans would love that if it was, like, just an extension of the movie series, but on television, you know, but... Well, exactly. they exactly. gotta get a little bit yeah, of that's... a middle ground, because you can't make it you know but
1: and we'll talk about that too again because even uh, hbo max is getting on board with that but we'll talk about that a little later i guess those because flash uh, flashpoint has been rumored like i said it's been in production for a long time another movie that's been like talked about for a few years now and mostly by the rock himself because i you just kind of thought it was not so bullshit that like what's the rock talking about but uh black adam finally kind of had a uh little air of legitimacy over at the DC Phantom event with a uh, storyboarded trailer uh, narrated by The Rock. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: that looked pretty sick. And, it was like an animated trailer. However, first of all, Black Adam, it sounds like it should be like in, like a Tommy Davidson in living color character. Does it not?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
2: this is, it does not sound like a superhero. However... Uh, you know it looks like one and it's you know cast by a cast as one however yeah and looked real cool Very. actually you know I, I like does it reek of them trying to uh compete with black panther by,
1: like, no because it's totally different I, it, totally totally different not at all and plus they've announced black adam like i think even before they made the justice league movie like there was rumor that the rock was going to make a cameo in suicide squad for uh and, and it's Black Adam. And then there was a rumor he's going to appear and make a cameo in Justice League. And then there was a rumor, which really made no sense, that he wasn't the villain in Shazam. Because in the comic books, Black Adam is yeah, like quick, Shazam's villain. Real quick, why don't you just villain. give us
2: like a rundown of the comic lore? Because I'm sure I'm not alone. And uh, this is one of the more obscure comics. You want to give us a rundown of who exactly Absolutely. Black Adam is? I mean, it's
1: not much different than... Uh, uh, you kind of see in the trailer, they gave the whole thing, but he's from like the Egyptian land of like contour or whatever. But he basically is Shazam's uh, enemy. He has the exact same powers as Shazam does. That he says Shazam and turns into Black Adam, but I think he always kind of stays that form, whereas Shazam is like a 12 year old kid. Uh, and then he says Shazam and turns into a hero. I think Black Adam is just always has the powers, but he has the same exact. Uh, costume except it's black instead of red and uh in recent years they've made him more and he kind of always has been but in recent years they've really in the comics have made him more of an anti-hero than a straight villain and i think with the rock playing black adam that's the approach they're going to go with for the movie yeah which is why i don't think he showed up in um shazam as the villain because i don't think they want to straight up present him as yeah yeah. a straight villain and the but, whole uh, anti-hero
2: thing is huge right now. You know what I mean? Very easy to play on that. There was a couple. Absolutely. You know,
1: the other thing, too, is it's just funny. When this first was announced, like, it really kind of shows you what kind of shambles DC was in. Because, like, The Rock put a poll on Twitter. He was like, all right, Rockamaniacs, who would you rather see me play? <laughs> and literally, it was like Shazam or Black Adam. And then Black Adam won the votes. Was like, dude, did Rock have that much pull in DC? Was like, looks like I'm playing Shazam. If I would have gone the other way, like, it's fucking like that's hilarious.
2: First of all, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a little dis- disgusted at myself. I don't think I've ever heard the term rock which is. No, i amazing. made it
1: up on the spot, but they gotta be. It's gotta be yeah, real, I right? Mean,
2: I think you <laughs> might have just literally, like, a billion dollar t shirt on the. I don't know if that qualifies for Shark Tank, but. Yeah. It's a fucking, Hashtag rock You might have just <laughs> made, made one of the all time memes, anyway. <laughs> but uh, that sounds hilarious, though. And that sounds very believable that The Rock would have, like,. You know, yeah, well, DC you know, by he's, not the highest, the point where... he's
1: not the highest paid actor in Hollywood for nothing, dude. We like, nah, talking
2: he's about that last week. But <laughs> All in all, it sounds like a real cool, And I think as well, you were saying uh, that, you know, it, uh, you were telling me, but it, it is a very popular kind of, you know, for uh, comic book fans. That's not like a real mm. crossover. Nobody's heard of them, But over the last couple of years, it has been one of the more popular, like, comic book you know, characters and angles that's been going on. But it looked real cool, like I said, you know, and uh, the trailer, definitely interesting, and uh, the character sounds interesting, so sure. DC, needs, s- uh, DC needs something new, a shot of life. Rock seems to be successful in everything he's in, so it's a good, you know, sign, good person to sign up with DC right there, who just like we said, yeah, DC yeah, yeah. looks like they might be turning a corner a little bit, and I could very well see uh, Black Adam being like a huge smash hit part of that and within as, yeah, as I mean, I look, know, Shazam,
1: a lot of, a lot of room Shazam surprisingly was too Like, was Zachary Levi and, Shazam know, actually place... was a big success as
2: well yeah, yeah. better than people so, I never I saw mean... it you said it was better than uh, you said it was better than you thought uh,
1: it was <laughs> I didn't love it
2: successful anyway
1: it was so. like okay honestly it was like big if it was like a superhero movie he's like a little <laughs> kid that like turns into a superhero but still like acts like a superhero like goes in his superhero costume to, like yeah. buy beer should have put Endgame to
2: shame, but uh, based on that <laughs> yeah. slug line, but
1: but, but uh, we'll see with the Shazam. It sounds like Liam can smell what Black Adam is cooking, so uh, <laughs> we'll uh, keep you up to date with the news on that. But they just really gave you a little teaser thing, and you're right, it does look pretty awesome. I kind of would say in that same kind of vein, there's another movie which wasn't really a teaser trailer or a trailer, but just kind of gave you the giant cast and character announcement. Is uh, the new The Suicide Squad movie? Suicide Squad uh, 2. No, absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) Because this one is called The Suicide Squad. And this one is interesting for a lot of reasons. Uh, This is a very Rambo
2: uh, Rambo 4 or rambo a rambo six yeah, yeah. was somehow just called rambo and rambo one was <laughs> <Right>. somehow
1: <laughs> well there's news on it because let's not forget david ayer directed the first suicide squad and he kind of had that same complaint that Zack snyder did where it was like dude the studio got involved and like fucking chopped the movie up that like i was trying to make there's a real version out but having said that again like one of the big complaints was like so much joker stuff got cut out of the first one um, yeah, because you know, we really need a lot or, more
2: Joker in the world. Yeah,
1: for <laughs> better or worse, I say. But uh, they okay, replaced uh, the du- they replaced the director for this one, and uh, they were the new director for this and writer is James Gunn, who is the guy that uh, directed the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh, nice! And uh, the reason he's doing this is if you don't, if you remember that a couple years ago, maybe it was shortly after the second Guardians of the Galaxy. But he kind of got canceled from, like, old tweets they found, which were, like, bad but not that bad. They were just, like, dark humor. Like, he had some joke about, like, I don't know. There was, like, some pedophile joke in there. They were just dark humor. Interesting. It was I don't remember the story. But not that bad but marvel fired him marvel and wow. disney was like all right dude like you're fired you're not going to direct any more guardians of the galaxy movies here uh the cast of guardians of the galaxy really went up in arms about it was just like dude fucking bring them back like a lot of people online too didn't really like support the decision so much so that since then disney has been brought him back on it was like all right you're back you can direct the uh, third guardians of the galaxy of course you wrote all three of these movies but in that meantime, when Disney fired James Gunn, DC fucking saw a golden opportunity. And they're like, yo, dude, you want to make a Suicide Squad movie? Wow. And, very interesting. Because
2: yeah. the Guardians so are one, oh, you know, amongst my faves of the Marvel franchise. I love those movies. For so, sure. However, Suicide Squad they... is probably the bottom of the barrel for DC, on
1: the other hand. So, interesting even, well, exactly. So that's why, that's why I'm actually kind of interested in seeing this. Because... Also, there is a reason I didn't want to call it Suicide Squad Two, is because it's at first they were saying it's kind of a reboot of the first movie, but then since there's returning characters from the first one, it's not really a reboot. But they're yeah, saying you it's can't not do really a reboot a, s- a
2: fucking two years yeah. after.
1: So they're also saying it's not a sequel, though. Uh, James Gunn has been quoting as saying the movie is what it is, which is uh, a very James Gunn esque approach to the uh, yeah. idea of it. Um, but it's insane if you watch the trailer for the cast list, there's like 30 people, which means that, like, and they've also kind of said, too, like, how many of those characters you're gonna think are gonna get killed off, uh, in the movie? There's like the weasel and polka dot man, okay, and uh, all these nice. hilarious, hilarious things kicking everybody's ass. Scene. Now, is Batman, are we gonna finally is... get a Batman in a suicide squad movie? Or we'll see, we'll see, I doubt it, but I will say this so the movie. The returning cast is Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, uh, uh, Jai Courtney, and Viola Davis, right? They're the new people. Will Smith isn't coming back. Uh, Idris Elba is replacing him instead. With also, All just right, to give major you... Major upgrade
2: s- there. from, uh,
1: But he's not playing Deadshot. He's playing a different character. Okay, but I was just say. to give you some of the other people... You already are kind of has just- that eye. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Stringer Belli, but just kind of give you just a small sample of literally, like, all of the actors who, like, were announced in the character announcement, and some of the characters are hilarious, but just to n- name a few, dude, uh, Taiki Wahidi is playing a character, Pete Davidson, Nathan Fillion, uh, Michael Rooker, John Cena, and Sean Gunn, you know what I mean? Wow. Just Wow. Uh, and the trailer, too, was I mean, like an Yeah, cast. So
2: hopefully they don't get cu- killed off, although... I
1: think everybody, <laughs> every one of them are going to besides Idris Elba or Idris. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I'm smelling
2: song... I'm smelling a John Cena a franchise here for his, his Suicide Squad character.
1: I think Cena's going to get killed off pretty quick. You know what I mean? It's a... Uh... I think a lot of them are. I think that's the reason they announced, like, 30 characters to be in the movie because I think immediately, like, a ton of them are just going to get blown up and hilarious. Kind of like in the second Deadpool movie where there was just, like, this invisible man kind of character on Deadpool's team for, like, real quick. And then there's a scene where they all jump out of the plane and, like, all the side characters die. But the invisible man gets, like, electrocuted and it's Brad Pitt. (laughs) You know, like, just no line. Like, literally, like, a five-second cameo. So it's going to be a lot of stuff like that, where it's like John Cena's going to be like, I'm this guy, black, dead. But <laughs> well, uh, I'm down. I, yeah, I mean, exactly. If you Me put too. enough of them, I'm, I'm,
2: uh, I'm ready to but watch. But who doesn't like a good Harley
1: Quinn movie?
2: Well, I mean, I hated the first one so much, I'd almost want to see him try again.
1: Yeah. But... Well, I mean, I think James Gunn's going to definitely bring a better movie to uh, yeah, it's what not we're like going to this...
2: have. Yeah, I mean, whatever, we'll see. I'm excited for J- – James Gunn gives me hope, I suppose, other than that. And, I mean, Margaret Robbie, right. I did call that that was going to be the beginning of the end for her because she's been really nothing but gold and amazing in pretty much every movie she's been in. She's an amazing actress, so it's, uh, you know, it was great. But it was, it was such a bad movie, and I just don't like the real concept. I feel that they're – just trying too hard to stay in the Batman world as we'll maybe get into a little bit, but they're trying mm-hmm. too hard to stay in the Batman world that they can't give you Batman every time. So now we have to have Batman without Batman and it's just, you know, correct.
1: but yeah, man, it's correct. Uh, I and mean, I guess kind of like you're saying, Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie would probably, I guess be like the main star two of the suicide squad movies. I guess another big trailer that came out an actual full trailer. And it's going to, it was the latest, uh, you know, stick with the female leads. But the latest, I think, last trailer for Wonder Woman 1984 came out, uh, which is the sequel to Wonder Woman, which was, again, a huge hit for DC when it came out. I think yeah. the Wonder Woman was, like, I Run think their first, the like, biggest big hit. hit. Like... For sure, and absolutely.
2: The fr- yeah, yeah, and the, uh, definitely, like, the what's regarded as the best quality was, like, a real, you know, big commercial success, and you know, beyond expectations and all. Really kept absolutely. that franchise, you know, alive in some ways, you know, really just saved credibility for them when that came out. And now it for feels sure, like man. it's, I'm a little surprised they didn't fa- uh, fast-track it at all, you know what I mean? Because... 3 years later it feels like maybe some of the the buzz has died down and now it's like well, I think like... they
1: also got
2: like, some covid delays too Okay, that's true as well, probably. But uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. It's like, will the buzz from the first one, will, will the uh, momentum from the first one carry over? Or will they kind of have to, like, strike lightning twice in in some regards to, oh, for this one to be? Much like
1: future. the trailer, where he's uh, <laughs> yes. swinging from lightning bolt to lightning bolt? That. Yeah, that's true. The trailer Which does look sick, that?
2: actually. That fucking golden oh, lasso so? is getting I used to perfections.
1: Looked- I can't get uh, – because it's directed, again, by Patty Jenkins, but I can't fucking wrap my head around Kristen Wiig okay. being the bad guy. Great
2: call. I, I should you have said I mean? the golden lasso looked sick because if I can <laughs> yeah. show you my notes, <laughs> the biggest thing in my uh, about this movie. Okay. But, yeah, that's a real major spot for Kristen Wiig. This is, like, real – movie star shit to be in a fucking one of these mm-hmm. action hero you know crazy movies this is much different than a goofy snl care and me and you are and wig fans comedy fans we would love to support a comedian in this opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. but for this being such an important movie for the franchise <laughs> it's just I mean- really a major spot
1: it's crazy. And, like, and she again, looks like terrible am... in it.
2: Like, it just looks like
1: For sure. her okay, slumping around.
2: Cool. It's just not pulling it off. You know what I mean? Like... I think she's
1: very funny. And yeah, like, me a big too. Fan. But, like, her as, like, a human cat at the end, you know, like, that's yeah. her. like that big tiger cat yeah, lady yeah, yeah. at the end. And it's like, dude, how can I not picture her, like, playing that as some, like, goofy SNL character? Like, oh, you got a bowl of milk? Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's just fucking wild. You know, wild to me. You really need, but, uh,
2: like, a, uh, you know... But well, we, we just gave you our uh, ladies of action. Consult GeekPods on YouTube for our ladies <laughs> of of action <laughs> look. But any one of the chicks go you know, Michelle Rodriguez isn't available or Mila Jovovich or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like get uh we're even fucking
1: Charlie Steron. Yeah, number sure.
2: one. <laughs> yes, I mean uh... I mean that would be but uh you know definitely that's a real dangerous <laughs> dangerous aspect of the movie I'd say. But it,
1: is. Uh, and it just kind of looks hokey, dude, we're like it has that same trope where like it does the trailer ends on like some hokey joke with Chris Prime being like, Is everybody in the eighties into parachuting? It <laughs> yeah, just yeah. uh fucking looks you know, and I another think it's confusing kind
2: of dumb... sequel title, One Room in 1984. Mm. Like, what is this? Is this you know a prequel? Uh, is this the last? Well, one? yeah, because this... the
1: first one took place during World War One. So yeah, now yeah, for sure. It's like seeing so it's Wonder a progression of time. But years. when you see
2: a movie title in 2020, even though I know that the first one was you know in the other era, when you see a title in 2020 where the movie is dated earlier, you think that it's probably a prequel. You know what I mean? Even though the first one well, was even in some older than 84, it is. but.
1: You know, to her appearances on like the Justice League and everything. But uh, it's also weird, too, that they would bring Chris Pine back who died in the first one. I know there's gonna be like some wacky way they do it. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like you said, I think the biggest thing I thought was like pretty dope in the trailer was her like swinging from lightning bolt to lightning bolt. But then it even kind of ends with her wearing like that big goofy gold angel yeah, heavy gold uh, costume. costume. Can we
2: just it's stick like, with what is the this? one costume that we all know? <laughs> just fucking every DC movie a black Superman suit, a so fucking you know. Uh, can we just can <laughs> you, like stick with the costumes that we fucking have for God's sakes? No, that's <laughs> but, uh, uh, absolutely you're right though. And again, my, another one of my fears, like I mentioned, you know, not only with Kristen Wig, but like I mentioned, I do kind of fear that. You know, a lot of the there might not be a huge carryover. There's been a lot of DC movies, a lot of regular, you know, a lot of movies in general. A lot of shit has happened in the world since the first uh, Wonder Woman caught everybody by surprise. Like I feel when Black Panther two comes out, there will definitely kickstart the momentum of excitement for it. I'm not sure if Wonder Woman eighty four is going to have the same effect. You know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I
1: think this one might be a flopper. But you never know. We 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 felt about the first
2: one, though. Uh, We can definitely play you, us, on the podcast, uh, making fun of the concept of the first one being a success. Yeah, oh
1: boy. I'm starting (laughs) to pick up a pattern here. Oh, man. Um, But uh, I guess the big story, though, the one that I was most excited about to come out of... uh, dc uh the fandom event turns out it wasn't even like the main player but the uh we finally got our first look at the trailer for the uh zach snyder cut of the justice league something that's been teased for a long time now yes Uh, we've
2: been recently talking about it i guess with our comic con episode like we said snyder you know uh, gave the snyder con news and there were some announcements but i guess this one not only the trailer being the news for me The more, the real headliner of the uh, Schneider cut news from DC fandom was more like the presentation of of it on HBO, where it's going to be put out as a four-part, one-hour, four-part series as opposed to like a singular movie, where it's kind of like at first it was presented, we were getting Schneider's cut of what the movie would be, and now it's turned into something completely different, literally on the drop of a dime over the weekend, all of a sudden you find out that it's now
1: going to be like a, you know... Four hour well, think, you're still getting the movie you were going to see. He's just not fucking cutting anything. Like nothing yeah. is in the cutting room. Before. He's got four hours of goddamn like, uh, I know. And material. there's still Josh and is, stuff
2: cut out. How much fucking stuff correct. did they shoot for this goddamn movie?
1: Yeah. Well, that was one of the big things, which is what kind of inspired the Snyder Cut, is that, like, there were so many, like, scenes that, were, like, were known to have been filmed that was, like were, were not in the movie, and you saw a lot of that in the trailer. Like, holy shit, you're finally seeing Darkseid, who was supposed to be the main villain. And yeah. uh, apparently you can That's see, true, like, yeah. Martian Manhunter, like, a different uh, Justice League member, like, in the trailer, too. There's just so much stuff, and, like... Things that got cut because again, Joss Whedon kind of made it like a lighter, funner movie. This one definitely looks like it's gonna have that darker tone. For sure, you know, associated with Snyder movies. Whether
2: I feel that it kind of looks more like he's trying to set out what he initially was gonna do of. Said uh, you know like make his singular movie. Is this a four-hour thing just because he can do that, or because I fear that maybe like even talking to Alex Anderson and in making timing his movie, he was saying that like with everything he filmed, he just it could it wasn't a, like a you know he didn't have the continuity to make it a good movie without mm. a couple scenes. Is this the kind of the story that like you know he can't give you the movie that he that he wants to give you in two hours because it's not really a movie; it's being slopped together and edited you know
1: that's a good point and the other big fear is even with the snyder cut and whatever is the movie going to be that different or is it just going to be four hours of the two-hour shitty movie yeah yeah four hours shitty fucking just so is it like
2: like, yeah exactly Is like one hour release is going to kind of distract you from the fact like are they just going to overwhelm you with new stuff so you lose sight of the fact that as like a two-hour movie it would have still sucked you know yeah it's, it's just like it's gonna, it's, we talk yeah. about it on netflix and chat all the time how movies are too long and like how important editing is and like you know if you can cut out 30 minutes it can really turn like a good movie great this sounds like the exact well, opposite, where it's just like, I don't know what to sure. take well, out, also, so I'm going to give you everything. I've literally done that in my podcasts sometimes, where I fucking released a four-hour sports show. Because I was like, dude, I don't know what to cut out. You know what? I'm releasing everything. Just to fucking listen to what you want. Yeah, well,
1: hopefully it's kind of something like uh, kind of like that or the latter, where like he does have like, enough footage and shit to make a four-hour movie. And if that is the case, then thank God they're breaking up into like four one-hour episodes. Yeah, because... I mean, that's definitely true i mean if i you know love I mean? all four
2: hours i'll be like fuck yeah it might be one of those where like after 45 minutes i'm like all right how much 15 minutes all right i can make it 15 minutes before i shut this off yeah. but, and then <laughs> yeah, i'll watch yeah, all exactly. four of them because i'm bored and have nothing to do but and that that's interesting. Be, yeah. I kind yeah, of also, honestly my was, excitement also waned co-hosting a bit.
1: geeks podcast <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, <laughs> yeah, no.
2: my excitement kind of waned a little bit and the trailer i wasn't in love with either i gotta be honest i mean how many times are they going to use hallelujah in a fucking trailer but uh, mm-hmm.
1: that's such a Snyder thing to do, too. I think that was like the trailer effect, like the Watchmen movie also. Or they use that song in the Watchmen movie, which you okay, directed. Yeah.
2: yeah. But uh, so I wasn't necessarily, you know, like we, like you said, we saw some new stuff was cool, some old stuff. But the trailer, you know, it was the whole trailer was the song too. very little dialogue. So some of the mm-hmm. only dialogue was Affleck's horrible Nobody's Grr. seen us together.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm friends. very happy that even
2: though Robert, Ma- even though I'm going to talk about Robert Pattison wearing mascara in a couple minutes, I'm pretty fucking happy <laughs> there's a new Batman.
1: Uh. Uh, it's very true, and I guess with that uh, Pattinson wearing mascara. Um will bring us to, I guess, the big story that really happened at DC uh, Phantom Event was the unexpected uh, The Batman trailer. The Matt Reeves-directed, Robert Pattinson-starring uh, trailer that nobody thought they was going to see a trailer for this movie yet, seeing as only 25% of the movie has been filmed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It got delayed shooting for COVID, so in that no aspect, waiting to shot. fucking slap a trailer together that, like, made some sense and was a uh you know, for not even having most of the movie done.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'd say for me, just real quick one of the headlines of the story before we even get into the trailer, but just a real cool Uh, like sorry just a real cool like uh, dc fandom experience exclusive you know what i mean that Mm -hmm. they can like sense the actual company is in charge of the festival and all the content and it's such like an over-the-top marketing opportunity for the companies they can really give you like much more of an inside glimpse and like i was saying earlier i'd expect this to kind of turn into you know a more regular thing for different companies to just be showing their own content and much like you know the, the behind the scenes footage on a dvd release like we're, we're getting it straight from the source here so they're really throwing yes, us yes, a yes, bone. Yes, that's sure. kind of unprecedented you know so but and, then, uh, and then into the trailer itself i guess <laughs> if we wanted to talk about but uh, yeah uh, man i mean
1: I liked it a lot, man. Uh, just as like a comic fan too, it definitely looks like it has a uh, elements from the Hush storyline, but it just seems dark. I'll run through the cast in a little bit, but I think Jeffrey Wright uh, from Westworld being cast as Gordon is a fucking home run. Yeah, that looks um, that looks
2: great for sure.
1: Um, and I just kind of like the I like him beating the shit out of the guy at the very end. And I also like the fucking Batmobile not being a giant tank of actually just being like a muscle car. Yeah, it looks. Like,
2: yeah, exactly. It looks like a like a floppy car or whatever those fucking things are yeah. called. of those looks like, like... You ripped it off the set of Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the open wheels or
1: whatever. But uh... and, I, and I like the idea of like multiple villains in it. Uh, I'll get a little more about that in a second, but just the initial reaction of the trailer, and I think too of just a lot of the excitement of not thinking I was going to see uh, a trailer for it, made me really like it. I've watched it more than once to be sure.
2: That's another great call, actually, just in terms of a great marketing move for DC, getting people's excitement up. Like a, a lot of you know, for you've heard a lot of skepticism about Robin Pattinson and Batman. I've heard nothing but raves about the trailer. You know what I mean? So they've done mm. a like great job of just winning everybody over by throwing him a little bit of a bone here. Um, I think for me, the trailer definitely, you know, uh, sticking with kind of like the dark DC theme. However, I think I'm just still a little bit suffering from just, as I've talked about a lot on the show, but just still a little bit of like an overdose of Batman kind of at this point and especially yeah, right. more like dark, realistic Batman. At this point I could almost use like a Bruckenheimer fun, goofy Batman <laughs> sure, for sure. something different. You know what I mean? It's like how many fucking <laughs> times are we going to see the demented And I know that, you know, that's what most... But it's a comic book movie. Can we fucking lighten up a little bit, for God's (laughs) sakes? And I'm throwing the Joker, Joaquin Joker, in the franchise... You know what I mean? Because how I know it's not technically, but it's I fucking sat there and watched it. So, I mean, in the last 10 years, I've seen, like, two Jokers in the Oscars, about four or five, uh, 15 different people <laughs> playing Batman, like, yeah. spin-off movies without Batman. Like, I've just... And now I'm seeing, like, a Batman, you know, a, another, like, uh, I'm Batman bluff scene where he beats up yeah. the guy and you think he's going to give the... Ba- but, and then another Batmobile. It's just, like, I just would have loved fucking five years off and then some renewed excitement and energy you know i guess i can't hold that against the trailer per se i get it man
1: there's literally this is literally the uh third batman announcement we've made from the fandom (laughs) event alone you know (laughs) what i mean we've had keaton and affleck and uh yeah uh now pattinson and also the suicide squad which is like a Batman spin-off. So, no, 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 I get what you're saying. No, I mean, there's it's a, just so... And again, I, and then
2: sticking with the same, like, even the font is, like, that psychotic, like, killer clown. Like, oh, the person is demented that wrote this trailer. It's like, all right, dude, I get it. It's fucking, you know...
1: But, yeah, uh, but I guess this time the demented person is supposed to be, you know, that guy you're seeing wearing the weird mask taping the person up at the beginning is the Riddler, apparently. Interesting. And, like, he's the one, like, leaving those cards. That, so I was, was going to ask, it, was that guy, like you know is that like a a, a bane wannabe or uh... see, no, i was thinking that was gonna be from like the hush storyline where the guy literally like he's like a disgraced plastic surgeon but he can like does like surgery on his own face to like make him look like people but usually he wears a mask very similar to that yes. which is like the tape wrapping around so we'll see the other so he's neat not about gonna this be movie,
2: wearing the uh the same suit from the dude the Jim with... Carrey. <laughs> yeah. The I mean, the classic dollar sign suit from the fucking, uh, guy with the crazy internet commercial, the money loan guy. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that? Where's the Riddler suit? The fucking... I know
1: exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well never say never, but, yeah, uh, mean... there's thing that's interesting too, because the villains, I'll run through the cast real quick. So Robert Pattinson is obviously Batman. Then, uh, Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman. Uh, Colin Farrell, if you saw the trailer, was that guy with like the scarred up, mangly face. Okay, I didn't notice.
2: I didn't uh, notice Colin Paul, Farrell.
1: Yeah, Paul Dano is playing the Riddler. Uh, Andy Circus actually is playing Alfred, which is kind of an interesting choice.
2: Not sure who that is.
1: Uh, uh, I'm trying to think who you would know him from. He was like one of the the white villain in uh, Black Panther. Okay, I meant Alfred.
2: I don't know who that is, but no joke. But uh, okay, so <laughs> the white guy from, uh, uh, the like white guy said, from Black uh, Panther, you know, he's evil.
1: Yeah, like I said, Jeffrey Wright is playing Gordon, which I think again, that, yeah, is that a looks great, total slam. And then just one more—you didn't see him in the trailer, but uh, John Turturro is playing Carmine Falcone, which is like the head of the mafia family. So nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with Turturro, yeah, I think the other thing that's kind of interesting about the movie, too, is I noticed from you know following up on it that this is taking place during, like, year two of him being the Batman, which is good – which is interesting for a couple reasons. Because, one, I think you're not going to get the origin story. I think we might see a Batman movie without the fucking pearls getting okay, thrown Okay, great around.
2: call. I would love to yeah. – we don't need to be
1: explained. Two, it's interesting because in the movie universe of what it is, he's not really, like – a legend yeah like you know what i mean he's still kind of like this the cities still kind of feel him out like who's this wacko running around like yeah. dressed like a bat for all instances although i'll tell you what i've said it once i'll say it a million times never ever would i see that guy in that costume in any of the movies being like wow that guy looks just like a fucking bat like, dude, you look like a devil with a <laughs> yeah, long Yeah, that's a great call. Like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but what about all the contraptions on my belt? Surely that yeah. makes me more <laughs>
1: like a bat, right? No? <laughs> yeah, dude. still The only enough. one that did it. Is I think in the Tim Burton movie, like it shows him like Michael Keaton sleeps upside down. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Good I think call. Kim Basinger sees him sleeping upside down, which is fucking awesome. No,
2: that's a great call. There's nothing bad about. And then even if we want to take it back to the Adam West Batman, he wasn't even fucking wearing black. He wasn't even like the color of a bat. He's wearing like gray <laughs> he fucking was wearing, like, pajamas. Blue and gray. <laughs> yeah, it's like what?
1: How exactly are you a fucking bat? Um, the other thing too, though, and we talked about it in one of the episodes, but since this movie is taking place during Year Two, the other thing HBO Max is doing is they're doing a Year One story from like the Gotham Police Department's perspective. So you'll probably hear things on that TV show, oh, but like you hear about to Some more Batman like without bat. Batman, <laughs> you know it, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy! Now is uh, uh, my man from uh, Westworld the commissioner in that series as well, the Gotham series? I
1: don't know. I'm imagine maybe I don't maybe. know. He's I mean, like that could be a make or break, year... huh? I don't even know if he'd be commissioner yet because it is like year two of his career. You know what I mean? So he's probably still like Detective Gordon, or okay, I see. I mean, he'd you know be I mean? commissioner but, uh... before
2: Batman. Well, interesting, but that could be like honestly, though, like a make. And again, like I just was saying earlier in the show for DC, I do like them. Uh, uh, you know, having a more, uh, having more like of an int. Uh, 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 What's the word? Uh, having more of like an integrated plot lines for movies, to TVs, so that no, you that, know don't hate that, and especially if they could land, you know, uh, that guy who's a great actor, Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright, and that could really be like a, you know, that could he could really be a make or break, you know, uh, make sure or break a series making, like that. So
1: he's still making Westworld for HBO. He's probably under contract. He probably fucking has to do it. That's true. Um, the other thing too is at the bright side with this Pattinson Batman movie coming out is originally this was supposed to be an Affleck uh Batman trilogy, written and directed by Affleck, but then he, you know, fell off the wagon and got all fat and drunk and fucking couldn't do it. So Matt Reeves stepped in. Matt Reeves. Oh, dude, is the I didn't realize that he was of,
2: supposed to have written and directed this one. So this this could be a real we really lucked out now. Exactly. Well, That's the I first time Batman was director, ever in Boston. <laughs> just...
1: but the guy who directed these movies is uh. Yeah. First time Batman has to go save the Where's John Robin? Hancock
2: Building or whatever. Why is Batman in Where's Fenway? Robin?
1: <laughs> 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 but uh, Matt Reeves though is the same guy that directed Cloverfield, uh, Let Me In, and then he directed the last two Planet of the Apes movies, which were actually pretty fucking kick ass. So, uh, you know, I. I think these things might probably will be pretty good. I mean, would like be great. I'd prefer patents
2: in the Affleck. However, would probably prefer a uh, a fucking you know a Black Adam movie as opposed to Batman. However, okay, I mean, well
1: for sure, but obviously, the yeah, other thing I want to point out in the trailer is you noticed is there's a. Uh, a lot of, like, the gang that he's fighting at the end, they all kind of have clown makeup on, so they almost look like the Joker gang. Yep. I don't think Joker is going to be in this movie, but if his first one's successful, it's already, like, a planned trilogy. So, obviously, the Joker will be showing up at some point. And, again, it's not going to be Joaquin Phoenix, so it's going to be a new Joker. Uh, who do you think should play the Joker? I have a very interesting take on it, but I want to know just throw a name out there who should be the new who I should mean, be Pattinson's joker yeah Hologram, i mean i Heath guess Ledger. like
2: i definitely have not given i have uh, with all with the od of jokers that were already suffering from i have not thought of who but i guess right off the bat maybe like a nick cage would jump out as a great geeked up joker
1: dude no doubt my uh, pick though i think would be uh and i think this is a great one too would be his lighthouse co-star Willem defoe oh, it would be call. like the fucking ultimate joker for sure the only problem with that is is he already kind of played that character in the uh first toby mcguire spider-man as yeah, green, green goblin, goblin where yeah. he was the fucking best in that but he, he was great as like... green goblin for sure yeah dude and green i want goblin to see was him a little
2: as... bit more like action-packed though than the joker who can kind of just be a little bit more mm-hmm. like maniacal but and he crazy. still
1: had like that crazy giant like willem dafoe smile and like still played him like for a lunatic. sure no, and, uh, I
2: definitely – I love that. But I definitely – you got to go older, though. You know what I mean? Like a Nicholson age. Was like 65? No, 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 no. Not older than Defoe. Older than fucking uh, the fucking douche from the last one.
1: Oh, sure, sure, sure. Older than Jared Leto? Leto,
2: yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Like I don't want like a young guy. I want like a Jack Nicholson. Uh, uh, Heath Ledger was – oh, like he did an amazing job, so he won me over. Shit. However, I don't even want a Joker like that young. I want like an old crazy Joker for me personally. So Willem Defoe would be perfect.
1: Or get really crazy with it. Have it be Walking Phoenix, and like that shit you saw in the first Walking Fe- the first movie was back back on stupid origin story. Dude. I would
2: love that, even though I didn't necessarily love that movie. I hate how it's not part of the franchise. Unquote. So if we can For make sure. that canon, I'm fucking all aboard. So.
1: But uh, my real money is on Willem Dafoe. You know, I want it to happen. For sure. But. We'll see. I guess that's all of the uh, all of the big news that came out of the DC Phantom event. But uh some crazy stories in there. I think one of the wildest ones, like we talked about at the beginning, but is Michael Keaton coming back as uh, as the Batman uh, in the Flash movie. Kinda of wants to take a kind of a closer look at some of the best uh, actor comeback stories from uh, the past.
0: Close look, close look, closer look. Break out the telescope, then the microscope. All of the other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're going to look real close. Take a closer look. Closer look. Closer look.
1: So of course that's the closer look song from Andre Davi that we always love to promote, and unfortunately for you guys, that's about as close to a closer look as you're going to get in this episode. Because uh, much like we're taking inspiration from Kenny Smith, and uh, we're walking <laughs> off the we're walking off the set of the Geeked Up Podcast right now.
2: Yes, as much as um, I support Black Lives Matter, as well, I just want some time off. So I'm taking, much like Kenny Smith, I'm taking the rest of the show off, and uh,
1: and. Uh, don't get it twisted either, guys. This is a Kenny Smith dig, all right? Uh, but uh, so we're walking on the Honestly, our part
2: yeah. for the support of the Black Lives Matter cause. I know we thought Kenny Smith was a douche when he did it. However, we feel that we are uh, mm-hmm. are, are standing side-by-side side with the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, the rest of the professional athletes. So we're, we're joining so, the uh, cause and supporting the protest. The
1: cause. We're walking off. You're not working tomorrow. Get geeked up. Roll Superman music.
0: Y'all, this is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, and I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo! Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech.